1: All right, here we go. Let's do a podcast. What do you say, Al Dukes? What's up? Man? Let us
2: let us do a podcast, Jerry. Yes. So yesterday it was. Uh, I felt doomy, doomish, and gloomish about the stock market yes. and uh, the economy and all those things. Jerry, I was freaking out. I was uh, in full-on panic mode. But uh, a listener, and I wish I. It was either on Instagram or Twitter. A uh, direct message to me. And I wish I could remember who it was because I would give them credit. But, Jerry, I get so many messages from so many thoughtful fans. I'm
1: sure you
0: do. That I
2: couldn't find it. Uh, But a a guy said to me, oh, you should check out these guys on YouTube. Uh, And it's called the uh, Everything Money. Okay. Everything Money on YouTube. Great. And uh, they put out these videos every uh, couple of days just about what's going on uh, with the economy and all that stuff. But very, very non-panicky. Basic. Yeah, like and, they right? Do they mm, talk in our terms? They talk in our terms. Sometimes they get a little okay, a little nuts because they are trying to. In addition to doing these YouTube videos, they are trying to sell a software that they use, and to show you basically what these guys do with their software is tell you uh, when you should buy a particular stock at what price. Got it. So like when a, a big stock like Apple or Amazon or Google in this time when it's losing, losing, losing. You know, uh, they have some formula where you go in where what you want to make from it, then it tells you when you would buy it. Millions it of dollars. Yeah, like, <laughs> but they're, they're not promising that stuff, which I I like. Right, Mr. Bull Messiah is back. Um, so I did like these guys, and I was—they made me less panicky about what was going on with the stock market. Although okay. they did pretty much say that uh, we're not near the bottom yet. All right. Like, we're not even going to be... We're not even close to the bottom. Awesome. Fantastic. But it did make me think, why did I... You got to ride this out then, Jerry, and then buy some stuff when it gets, you know, really yeah. bad. Um, Because they were saying, like, historically, you know, the stock market goes up. just And then comes down. But just while it always goes up, it goes up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, eventually, it always it goes up. And, and even... Even through big things in our history, 9-11, you know, yes. we got we got attacked on our homeland. Yeah. And what that, on Wall Street, yep. practically, and what that did to the stock market, you know, all that stuff. And, and it's always bounced back. You know, it does take time, though, right? Yeah. Oh, it takes time. So they made me less panicky about it. And then uh, I did go, so then what I did, you know, our 401k here is through Vanguard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the others, if you have an infidelity or all these, whatever the the other ones are. So I went in and I was and I was looking at like mutual funds that have lost the biggest percentage for the year. You know, some of them are down thirty percent, forty percent. Mutual
1: funds you expect not to lose anything, really.
2: Yeah, but then it's got me thinking, like, well, these if they're down forty percent now, strong mutual funds that have been strong for years, like. Th- those will eventually come back. So buy, yeah, but not yet, because this guy and everyone he's telling you, oh, you still wait. Yeah,
1: Does he, do they talk about crypto or no?
2: Just
1: they stock do. Market.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, those guys aren't big on crypto because it. it it doesn't have a history.
1: Yeah, no, it's where, a very brief history.
2: Yeah, where all these other things have a history, and and also like they're they're big into buying companies that are. Uh, solid companies, not up-and-comers, where you want to like, mm-hmm. you know, they like these are tried-and-true companies; right. these that they've been making products and Disney, Nike, Colt, yeah, that sort like of that. stuff, things yeah. like that. Versus like, hey, this thing's going to be this uh, this company invests in a piece of equipment that's going to go in thermometers and it's going to be huge. <laughs> yes, you know that's that's tough. I hear you. So, so their whole point is like, if you can look at it, and it's tough on a like. Like not to look at a day-to-day basis, but look at it like these things, companies like Apple and Google that and Amazon, which were so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, $2,000 a share. One share. Like right this is your time when this bottoms out to get involved with these companies if they were stocks you were interested in and that sort of thing. That's so it, cool. did ma- it did make me feel a little bit better. Yeah. So I did enjoy watching them. They're called uh, everything money. I'm sure people will tell me they suck at something. Of <laughs> Can't these please things. everybody, Al. Can't please everybody. Uh, then the other thing I was looking at, the other thing we hear about in this situation is uh, uh, the interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. But do you think, like, like we got so used to if you wanted to buy a house now or refinance, yeah.
1: right? You, people were getting two point yeah something. We refinanced to three and a quarter, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think that's what I got when I bought the p- place in mm-hmm. uh, Bradley. And like, oh, interest rates could go up to uh, 5%, 5%. Not long ago, when I bought in Basking Ridge, I think I I was at 5.25. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the short time, we get used to, like, these super low rates.
1: Yes, we do. Because that, they've been a, low for a long time now.
2: Yeah, that doesn't mean that that's the norm. Maybe we were in a good...
1: I believe in the 80s, interest rates were over 10%. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Do you imagine that? Think about it. I mean, that's crazy.
2: Well, I'm pretty sure when my parents bought the house I ended up growing up in when I was, I moved there when I was nine, I'm pretty sure they paid over 16%. And it was wouldn't like, surprise me which for is their criminal. mortgage. Yeah. It really is. is. insane. Because think about how long it
1: takes you to pay down the interest. Yeah, now. It's funny because on one hand, it sounds criminal. On the other hand, it's like you're asking someone to borrow half a million dollars. Right. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, you're going to pay for it. But I don't know. To me the way the whole interest thing works on a on a mortgage and like on loans like that is not right. It feels weird. Like I don't know why, and I've always said this. For instance, if I was going to borrow $200,000 for a house or a condo or something like that. Why? If it's 10%, then why you'll loan me the 200,000, you're going to make 200 plus your, you're going to get your 200 back plus 40,000. It's 20%. But it is a lot less for the homeowner and you're still making 20% on your loan as opposed to what turns out to be, well, you're going to get this rate at 5%, but it's 5% amortized, whatever word that is. Yeah. You end up paying them a hundred and something thousand dollars of interest. Right. Like the house literally cost you double. That's why, again, this home ownership thing is such a load of crap. It really is. Right. They make it seem like. Unless you're writing a check for the house. Oh, yeah. No, that. Most people are not doing.
2: Correct especially around here.
1: I mean, good Lord.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I I really wish I would have studied finance. Me too. Just for my own knowledge. You're not feeling an idiot. Yeah. And there's so, you know, we're now in a time too where where no matter what you want to uh, read up on or educate yourself on anything, you want to read up on gun control, abortion laws. You have to
1: fight through the opinions. Right.
2: Finance. Dude, I know anything. It's like everything is. Well, that's got... why
1: the Blank for Dummies series is yeah. probably one of the best. I know it sounds funny and it looks funny with the yellow yeah. book and everything. That's probably your best resource in a lot of it because I don't think they, I don't think they muddy up the the terminology too much. So yeah, they give they... you the basics. Like this yes. is what this is what this means. But there's no opinion in those books. Yeah, that is just here are the facts. It's like cliff notes for adults. Right for adult lo- life things. Yes, absolutely. There's like, I think there's you know washing machine repair for dummies. I mean, it's it's really it's that it's it's really detailed how many different uh, topics and subjects they cover.
2: I bought because it was recommended for me greyhound ownership for dummies. This is what I'm it was talking about. Only about greyhounds. Right. right. It's amazing. I mean, whoever came up with that concept for those dummies book. Oh my god. Smart. Really smart. That person's gotta be loaded. Uh
1: yes, I would say so.
2: Getting loaded He's with no cash dummy. for dummies. Right. Right, and they even made it the same color of life, Cliff Notes. Yeah. Right? The black, uh black and yellow. Very smart.
1: <laughs> Very smart. I don't is that I don't remember yeah. the Cliff Notes were. Yeah. Cliff Notes
2: yeah. were uh yellow with black printing.
1: Mm, there you go. I know. Damn. I know, I know. Damn, Jerry. Yep.
2: All right, so check that out if you want to be a full panic mode like uh, me. Uh, Also, I had this on the regular show sheet, but I didn't get to it, Jerry. It is not sports, but I I thought I I wanted to get to it. It it involves an uh, elephant and the Bronx Zoo. Mm -hmm. Elephant and the Bronx Zoo. Uh, New York's highest court ruled yesterday, Jerry, that an elephant at the Bronx Zoo is not a person and that the civil rights group fighting for the elephant's release To send the elephant to a sanctuary is not entitled to do so on her behalf. The elephant's name is Happy, and he's been in the Bronx Zoo for 45 years. There's a group called the Non-Human Rights Project that is trying to get the elephant released because the elephant doesn't have sufficient direct social contact. After many of her elephant companions were euthanized, the Bronx Zoo announced it would end its captive uh, elephant program uh and and happy and only two other el- uh elephants remain
1: well if they ended it why do they remain
2: uh well they're only elephants who remain in the zoo are housed separately due to their hostile relationship so the two elephants are separate and they're afraid if they put these elephants that have been uh in here for 45 years in captivity you know out into the wild that i guess the other elephants would but they would not do well because it's been being, you know, zoo,
1: had a zoo life. I mean, no treats? They're not going to get any uh, food delivered to them?
2: Not out in the jungle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that an elephant is not a person. I had tweeted that if ever there was a year where you could argue an elephant is this a person. Is the year. 2022 was it. So that is a, a good attempt by this uh, yeah. group. I don't
1: How like animals. How long animal. does an elephant live?
2: I think like 75 years. Really? Wow. Yeah.
1: That's what you, you should have got. An elephant? You should have got that for a pet.
2: An adorable baby elephant? And left it to your nephew. Yeah. Yeah. You get to take <laughs> care of this elephant. Imagine picking the poop bags for an elephant to no, pick up poop.
1: You need the hefty trash bags.
2: And the Bradley Beach Board uh, message board. They'd be like, someone's walking an elephant and not cleaning up after it. Do we know who it is? Well, there's one douche who's got an elephant in town. <laughs> We'll see Al-Hughes. him. Alius. <laughs> there was another elephant story. Did you hear this one? Where an elephant.
1: Is this is an elephant walks into a bar. No, no, no. Okay. This <laughs> is a real. This is a real story.
2: Maybe I should pull it this up. This one get Connor the... sent us. Yeah,
1: I didn't read. I'm going to type in I here's saw it.
2: elephant uh, funeral.
1: What, what are we doing? How what, about that? What How about that? Yep. On.
2: This is the headline, Jerry, and this is in Newsweek, The Independent. Elephant kills woman then returns to funeral and tramples her corpse. What? That's the story, Jerry. Um, this is. Where did the, this happen? The Newsweek I'm reading from. Let's see, Jerry. Not in this country. An elephant that killed a woman in India returned to her funeral and trampled on her corpse. 70-year-old woman was attacked by the wild elephant as she uh, walked to collect water in India. The elephant had strayed from the wildlife sanctuary, which is about 10 miles from the city. The elephant attacked her. She was rushed to the hospital, but she died. Family members gathered to perform a funeral for her, and the elephant showed up again. It approached the uh, funeral and grabbed the body. The elephant then trampled on her body again and threw it away before leaving. The funeral was completed a few hours later. I mean, this elephant... Appears to not to have uh, really cared for this woman.
1: You're, what are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you said that you hear that. It's like what goes on around the world. Like, my, like if you could, if you could beam me up, Scotty, if I could beam you to a different country right yeah. now, just to experience life in that country or city for an hour, where would you want to go? Australia yeah but there's no chaos in Australia. <laughs> you want me to go where there's chaos? Like I want you to go somewhere that is so foreign to how we live that your eyes you' like you're gonna come back like this is the greatest country I've ever seen in my life. and my God, if anybody ever complained about it again, we should send them overseas.
2: Yeah, I've seen some stuff actually on 90 day fiance where they where they go to visit their uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. Or fiance, yeah. In these like uh, some towns in India, that are, these remote are, areas, right? Yeah, we're just like there's so many people on mopeds. There's dirty water everywhere. There's food everywhere. There's there's people living on the streets, like where it just seems like oh, terrible, unbelievable living. Conditions. It's like
1: inhumane. Yeah, and here we are throwing away bottles of water and food, and it's yes. like such a wasteland. Of riches, and it's just, it's wrong. It is a wasteland of riches. So you didn't answer the question then. So where would you, if, if I, you only one hour, in and out. All right. To experience a different culture than what we experience. All right,
2: Jerry, I just Googled uh, the poorest town in India. Okay. Dharavi is located. So you want to go to Dharavi. In Mumbai, Maharata, India. Considered to be one of Asia's largest slums, it says here.
1: Because I think if you saw that with your own eyes, you re- you would come back so appreciative. Not that you aren't already. Yeah. But I think your eyes would be so wide open, you would come back and just kiss the ground you're walking on. I off. sure would. Yeah. Where would you go? I don't know. Good question. Hmm. Um,
2: there's got to be parts of China, too, where the pollution is so bad and yeah, it's, it's, I know. it's a mess.
1: China is an interesting one just to pop in and out. Russia is an interesting one just to get in and get the hell out just to see it. But I don't know. Um, maybe Vietnam. Okay. Having known know my dad fought there. Yeah. That would be one. I might be interested. Literally an hour. Get me home. Yeah, I don't know.
2: What about Thailand? Is that there some uh, rough no. areas of Thailand? I'm
1: sure. Well, there's rough areas everywhere. Good point. So I don't know that that matters. Yeah, but but that always comes back to my idea for a reality show. Throw that dart onto the dartboard. Pick a city in the United States, and then once you pick the city, get another map of the city, and now you throw a dart at a house, and then you roll right up and offer them fifty grand to right on the spot. Fifty grand. Cameras are going to follow you for one week. Or three days, not even a week. Just to see what's three going days. on in their world. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: We may found find new reality stars.
1: Well, that's well, yeah. But it's also to see the different because there's so many different cultures and lifestyles in this country. And I think it would be fascinating to see the working mom in a suburb of Memphis. You know, how is she getting her kids to school or to the games? Is the dad around? Is the dad coach? Does the dad have a job? Is the dad a low life? All different, you know, man, one week you're in Texas and another week you find yourself in Montana and you, people are, you know, going to the well for water and it's just different ways. Of I like living. that.
2: Just pick, just, just getting a different map. So first the yeah. maps of the U S correct. Then the maps of the state. Yep. Then the maps of the town.
1: And then, then it's a street map. Correct. And That'd you're throwing cool. a dart. From what would you call it? Away. Bullseye? I don't know. That's the one thing I don't know. It's a very expensive, I mean, listen, all shows are expensive, but this is incredibly expensive because you got to offer them a significant amount of money for them to say yes, number one, if they don't punch you in the face. Uh, And then, two, you've got the travel costs every week if you're going to do, let's say, 26 a year. It's a lot of money. But I think it would be, I really do, I think it would be incredibly, I don't want to say entertaining, educational and eye-opening.
2: I would love to see that people just throwing darts at a map and getting getting it down it's to the, cool concept, the town it? map.
1: Yeah, I think it's, and I think you probably blindfold them.
2: Yeah, because you can't have somebody who's good at yeah throwing darts and, and they then, just pick oh, wherever. Palisades,
1: California. Right. Ooh, here we come, <laughs> looking beautiful. <laughs> right,
2: right. It's got to be somebody blindfolded, spun around, throw the dart
1: for sure. It's a. I think it's a cool concept. I always, I always, I thought of that a couple of times driving to Florida. Yeah, when you drive by these areas and you're like. How do they live there? And it's just, you know, and you you see nothing for miles. Like, where's Stop and Shop?
2: <laughs> like, where are they getting milk from? Right, how do you get, yeah, to go food shopping. That's right. a whole thing. How do you go to get milk? Be back in two hours. Well, you even said to me I, when, uh, when we were doing the bartending thing for Boomer's Charity and we all went to lunch, we were eating lunch, and in between these tall buildings in New York, there was like a small house yeah. in New York and you and it was like it looked like a disaster. You yeah. go,
1: somebody lives there. Yeah. Like that's their home. Right. Just bizarre. And,
2: and probably expensive. I was gonna say the fact that it's in Manhattan, probably yeah. very expensive. Probably
1: expensive. No doubt. Well, these ones they just put up, did you see the starting price? This building they built.
2: Which built where the one
1: on King? The starting price is two point oh. three million dollars. No offense. Here? Right. I know you're in lower Manhattan. Two point three million dollars here.
2: Right, if you had two point three million dollars for housing, you'd get yourself a nice. Uh, I'm going to Colts Neck, New Jersey. Oh, That's Oh yeah, going. maybe see Bruce Springsteen. Maybe
1: That'd be cool. Maybe find a bald guy with glasses peeking in my uh, driveway. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bruce over live here,
2: your, <laughs> looking over your fence. That's right. A new study is out, Jerry. Tell me if you think this is bull crap. A new study is out from who did this? I saw it before. It's that. It's the older dating app.
1: Match.com.
2: Our time.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So 50 and over dating.
1: Oh, I think it meant old, meaning one of the first ones to start an
2: early you. one. Yeah. Uh, they asked people, at what age did you feel your sexiest? Hmm. 53.
0: Excuse me? 53.
1: 53. Not 33? No. Not 23.
2: They said 53. Was the, was the age, because they had let go of worrying about how they came across to a potential partner while still feeling confident about their looks. All right. The age was spicier and more exciting than at any other time.
1: Well, maybe look at you. You're going to be 53. This is the year.
2: Right. As the survey suggests, uh, they told the Daily Mail, you gain more confidence the older you get and understand what you want and don't want from a relationship.
1: It's a That's true. It's a shame you've wasted all those years. Not being your sexiest? Yeah, or not feeling that way. Well, I'll, I'll turn 53 in September, so I'm going
2: to start feeling really sexy. How do you feel right now? Not as sexy,
1: <laughs> but I'm not 53 yet. Right, and at 53, you're going to start injecting the uh, testosterone, so you're going to oh feel my like God, a I man. I can't wait. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> I'm going to start doing curls again.
1: I really, hear you. Really bulking up. You know who's bulked up and looks tremendous and he's gotta be using testosterone is Sid. Yeah. Well he's gotta be. Sid looks ridiculous. I know, but that's
2: not normal. It's not normal for an older guy to be that jacked up with veins popping
1: out. He looks good. I know. That being said,
2: I I'd physically trade
1: places with him. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't look bad. No, but he's muscular. I'm just I'm he also spends two hours a day in the gym. He does? Yes, he does. That's one thing you spend two minutes doing curls right that's not quite i mean it's good to do them but it doesn't even 15 20 minutes is great that's not an hour and a half two hours of really working hard yeah you know i get i get the sense he's really working hard
2: i agree (laughs) he's in good shape jerry yes all right let's do the warm-up program all right uh tomorrow is thursday and we will return for the warm-up show live we do that from five to six
1: This is what I'm told.
2: And tomorrow's Thursday, which almost feels like a Friday. I agree. When you're done with work on Thursday, no matter what type of work you do, if you work Friday, I'm saying traditionally you work, uh, you're off the weekends.
1: I wish I was off Friday.
2: You, Thursday after your work is over, it's like you almost start to throw yourself a party. Yeah. I guess that's why people, younger people, go Go out out on Thursday Thursday nights. Because they
1: go, it's a huge night.
2: Huge night. Because they go, I can. Make it through work Friday. It's ex- and couple which coffees. is why
1: I've said for two years now with this or three or four years with yeah. the softball, stop scheduling games on Monday and Tuesday night. Make them on Thursdays. No right. one would have complained.
2: I would still complain. I'd always find a way, Jerry. Yeah,
1: you, but you know what? The times we've had them on Thursdays, you were better. That's true. That is though. true. A That's Monday a or Tuesday game, terrible. True. Good point.
2: All right, so we'll see you then uh, tomorrow. All right. So.
0: Your official station to talk chess. You don't have to be the most talented.
1: person. You don't have to be the most physically imposing person. You just have to be the guy that's willing to go into the echo of
0: the whistle. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good
1: morning, campers.
0: Al Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Alright, here we
1: go. Go. here we go 502 it is Wednesday at the Eddie Scazzeri hello 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 our names are Alan Jerry his real full name though if you actually think about it is Al Garrett Dukes what's up man how are you good morning
2: Jerry I was watching uh, the Met game on SNY and they ran a commercial for Subway you know the sandwich shop yes and I uh, it starts off with Derek Jeter's in it and Derek, oh, yeah. Derek Jeter's talking about onion sauce or something right so then Jarek Jeter's walking across the screen, then he gets to a, a scene where Gronk is there and Steph Curry. Yeah. And all I kept thinking of, how much money did they A sp- lot. How much money did they spend on this commercial? A lot. And the other two dudes, Steph Curry and uh, Gronk didn't
1: do anything. Right, but they were in it and they get an appearance thing.
2: And all I kept thinking of if I was a, a franchisee of the subway, I'd be like, why is all my how much advertising money am I paying?
1: because that seems like an expensive commercial. Probably, but I, you know, if it Subway's brand has been down after the whole Jarrett thing. That's been years ago I, now. But think about Jersey Mike's now. Yo, yeah. I mean Jersey they have, I mean they have blown past what Subway right. was. True. So they're trying to reshape what they are. Right. And it's going to cost money. I guess so, but I don't
2: know. I wouldn't put those how about pick one of those guys for your commercial. You know, the
1: first thing that comes up when you say how much did Subway comes yeah. up, pay Steph Curry is the first thing that comes up. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Apparently Serena Williams, Tom Brady, Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Tom Holy Brady
2: smokes. Right. Uh Bill Belichick is in them. Like that's gotta be going through the roof there. And the franchisees have to pay that. If you it's... own a local subway, you gotta
1: you gotta chip in. Well, yes and no. So but uh, it will not tell you. It, it says the um numbers are not known. Oh. Um a friend of mine cheap. a friend of mine owned 3 subways. He opened one in Brooklyn and sold it very quickly. But that's all built into your fees every month.
2: Your franchise fee? Yeah.
1: It's not like they're saying, "Hey, by the way, guys, listen. We have Steph Curry. You're going to have to start writing us another $5,000 a month." <laughs> it's not the way it works.
2: I'm very skeptical now of any businesses that are paying high um, advertising fees. Like um, if, if at the, at sporting events, okay, right? Budweiser, so, uh, yeah, not but Budweiser. I could see because I understand how much it must cost to make a beer, and then what they sell it for. Okay, I
1: get that. Like, so give me an example. I don't
2: know, I'm trying to think. Like, just anytime I see, like, if somebody sponsors a stadium, yeah, I think you've got way too well, much crypto. money.
1: Crypto.com sponsors well, the Lakers stadium. Yeah, that's gonna. I think that's the name of it now. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem. City Field. Like,
2: Hey, City Field. So, where are they get all that money from? Interest.
1: I guess. They go. They're worth pay it. your bills. City might be worth a trillion dollars. I know, it's
2: just weird. I just, when I see something like that. You, I how, many just, more, you know
1: how many mortgages they probably give out? I guess. It's basically legalized. I mean, I don't get started, but think about your mortgage, how much interest you pay every month. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem no. right. No. Right, that's what I mean.
2: It doesn't seem right. If you've got enough money to sponsor a stadium, that means
1: somewhere along the line they're someone's making getting a ripped fortune. off. a fortune. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't like it. same one. I but, see this Subway ad but with here all be those the, dudes but in it. But here
1: it. will be the counter. Well, you don't want to borrow money from us? That's fine. Then write a check.
2: You know what I see in the Jersey Mike ads? A guy going, hey, Jersey Mike's, we make subs. I'm like, thank you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They, they advertise a lot. But they don't, they're not paying all these people to be their spokespeople.
1: Well, they don't need to, right?
2: Exactly. But I don't think
1: Smoothie King does either, and Smoothie King sponsors the uh, arena in in New Orleans.
2: Yeah, but even still, then I'm thinking they're making too much money. How about lower some prices on the smoothies if you could afford to to pay you for could an do arena? That. I suppose you could do that. Because that doesn't make any sense, right? I don't like that, and I don't like when I see like a you're CEO, very puzzling to me. Like when a CEO is making sixty million dollars sure. and their stocks at thirty-seven cents, I'm like,
1: well, that. Uh, but they, now we're coming we back doing? to now we're coming back to the stock market, which I right. don't understand. And I, I till the day I die, I'll never understand it because it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Kind of like we always talk about, you know, Walmart might make you know a dime less this quarter. Oh my god, and the stock market crashes. Yeah.
2: I, okay. Apple's not producing as many phones Holy as they crap. thought. Crap.
1: Right. <laughs> and now all of a sudden everybody's starting to panic over yeah. their four hundred one k. Makes no sense. I
2: yesterday because of the stock market being cra- you know. Just being terrible. I, I was, think
1: of you every time now I hear that the stock market is going the wrong way.
2: Yeah. I actually, I, I was watching, uh, a listener sent me a link to uh, a YouTube channel that has very good, and it was really interesting. I'll tell you more about it in the post-game podcast later. But it, um, it calmed me down a little bit. Okay. Uh, but it made me, th- when I when I was seeing all the charts they were making, it made me think of this Braves winning streak, very similar to, I got a, a sports comparison, Jerry. Mm. So like the Braves have won what twelve in a row, thirteen in a row. They won again last night. They did. The freaking Braves.
1: National stink.
2: It just showed me uh, like like the stock market, like a heartbeat. Uh, Yeah, like the like the stock market. The Braves eventually is going to go the other
1: way. Of course, right? Well, it all even out in the end. Well, no, no, not always. You think the Yankees are going to even out? I don't. I do not.
2: Well, well, the Yankees didn't
1: win thirteen in a row. No, they've won twelve of thirteen.
2: Exactly, Jerry.
1: Five in a row, they lost one and won seven straight prior to that. No,
2: I do think they're, that both the Braves and the Yankees at some point this year will lose 12 in a row.
1: No, they won't. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Time out a second. You're telling it's... me the Braves are going to lose 12 straight games. Correct. Are you out of your mind? At and you think the Yankees point. are going to lose 12 straight yes. games. $1,000 bet that doesn't happen. <laughs> Jerry, I've already lost too much <laughs> in the stock market. <laughs> Put I your money have, where your mouth is. I don't
2: have $1,000 All right, fine. You.
1: Breakfast for the group. No, this group eats too much. Come, you can order saying, it. It's bagels from Zucker's. It's I'm, cream cheese and it's it's a thing of butter. It's I'm not just, that big a deal.
2: I'm just saying, 50 Jerry. Bucks. It all all no, when Good fortune the arises. The aren't losing twelve
1: straight games. They're bad too good. Bad fortune no. happens. No, that's not true. How about in 1998? Where was the bad fortune for the Yankees? What happened that year? They won a million games. I think they won a hundred and they went. Well, I gotta think now. Did they have a twelve-game losing streak?
2: No. Are you sure? I'm not
1: even sure they lost back-to-back games that year. <laughs> Jesus, or more. I, don't, I shouldn't say that. I don't think they had a three-game losing streak that year. They won. Eddie, how many games did they win that year? Because they won 125 with the playoffs. So they were 114. Does that sound right? About 114 and 48 or something, and then they won their 11 games in the playoffs, and they won 125 games. Where was the dip? By the dip. By the dip. There was Jerry. no Yankee dip. There's going to be a Braves dip. They're going to lose 12 in a row. At they some might point. lose five in a row. They're not losing 12 Ooh, in a row. A couple no, injuries, not. Jerry. No, not. Uh, come on. Run into a streak of bad luck. You know how playing some rare a 12 game losing streak is yeah. for a first or second place team? Yes, it is. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's like a 12. It's really rare. Just like a 13 game winning streak is very rare. Mm, not really. We're finding them more and more. Hmm. And I'm talking know. about a good team losing 12 or 13 in a row. I'm not talking about the bottom feeders. That's going to happen. These stock market videos Holy I was moly. watching yesterday when it shows
2: the ups and downs, ups and downs. Uh, you know, you got, you're got rising on good fortunes. You look back a couple years ago, the stock market made 25% uh, profit. You're going to lose the 25%. It yes. all, it yeah, well, you all just, hold on. Out.
1: You just referenced years ago. Yeah, years ago. The Yankees next year might win 60 games. Who knows? I'm telling you this year that's not happening. They're gonna win sixty games by july fifteenth. All right, give me this then. Give me give me a number
2: that you think is possible to lose in a row for the Yankees and the Braves. Six. So you think the longest losing streak yeah. they'll have this year? Six games. Six games. Which is still significant them, right? for teams that are playing as well as they
1: they have been.
2: I hope those six games are against the Mets when the Braves play the Mets. Oh, that would be so That would be. I don't
1: think they play them six straight, but if it's
2: part of a six-game losing streak, I hear you. Part of it. Right, right. Maybe they get a four-game series and yeah. they lose uh, two two before that. That's fine. That and then all of sweet. a sudden
1: it's six in a row. Oh, yes. They're not losing 12 or 13 in a row. I'm sorry. Mm. Not I have better. both the, the Yankees and the Braves losing 12 in a row oh, this God. year. Oh, God. You know what the chances are? Why don't you place that bet? You know what the odds would be on that? <laughs> what? Pretty good. A million to one? A million to one? I don't
2: one? know. I bet $1 on that. I will win $1 million. There's no way.
1: that I'd put Both it right. teams losing 12 straight games? No. i put it right in the stock market, Jerry, and watch it go to zero. <laughs> <laughs> or Bitcoin, <laughs> which is on its way.
2: <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. You mentioned that Lakers arena, Bitcoin arena, whatever the crypto. hell. Crypto.com crypto arena. Good luck. They ain't getting that. By the way. I hope they I hope for the Lakers they paid that
1: in advance. <laughs> they might have. I don't know. <laughs> that's gonna go away. They were doing really well for a while. Yeah. Because I'm sure Crypto.com was buying Bitcoin when it oh, was yeah. worth a dime. And all these other Ethereum or whatever, Ethereum, Etherium. whatever these things are. I think even that's come back to about fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. That made it all the way to forty three hundred, I think. Yeah, well look, things are things are
2: not good in the crypto world.
1: Not right, right now. now. No. Buy the dip. Well,
2: I keep hearing the dip is we're not even near the dip yet. Oh, jeez. Okay. That's what you I was... tell me when to buy the dip. All right, and I'll uh, buy. About two years, Jerry. Two years. <laughs> yeah, in about two years, you're gonna what, you're gonna get to buy any stock you want. That's not a dip. That's a complete and it's utter collapse. Com- uh, it is a collapse. Yeah. Holy smokes, we're looking at a collapse coming.
1: My God. Okay. Think about how many people bought Bitcoin at like seventy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they thought it was going to go to over a hundred.
2: Right. That's all we kept hearing. It it's going to go to hundred.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you held on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what good did that do me? I'm sitting here with nothing. Well, you haven't lost anything, though, yet either. Correct. In fairness. Correct. So you still have a chance. I still have a t- there's You're saying there's a chance. Meantime, I was buying cryptocurrencies that were worth one one-thousandth of a penny. Yeah. <laughs> can't and go any still lower. out there, right? Although no, it can. No, they're out there.
2: It could go lower
1: to disappear. <laughs> yes. It could just completely dissolve. <laughs>
2: All right, Jerry. So you're uh, you're denying my claims of both the Braves and the Yankees uh, losing 12 straight at some point this year. Yes, of I mean, course we're not I even, am. We're not even at the All Star break.
1: They are not possible. You're. Hmm. They are not both going to have 12 game losing streaks <laughs> this year. <I'm laughs> at the sorry. same time, it's not happening. By the way. Not even when is the All Star break? That's like uh, it's, just two, July. Uh, it's July 18th or 19th is the All Star. Just Google I, it. I, well, I don't Google have to Google it, well, it there eight, because I put I it in my this. calendar. I know July 18th is, a is Saturday is the so that's uh, Home Run Derby. All right, so the All Star break, the July 19th is, is the All Star game Tuesday night. Monday Tuesday night. the 18th is uh, the Home Run Derby.
2: Because Pete Alonso yesterday
1: got his 59th RBI.
2: Yes. We're He's not, been awesome. We're not, we're a month
1: away from the All Star break. Right, he's on pace to drive about 130 runs, 125 at least. runs. He's been great. And le- yesterday, it wasn't the home run ball. Like he hit, right. you know, especially that second single. Marte had. I mean, I don't know if you were still in the game at that point, but he tags up on a just a fly, deep fly ball, but a fly ball to left field, right in front of him to Christian Yelich. And he's like, he's watching it, he's reading. it. Yeah, let me go back and tag up. And then he starts to go, he pauses, and then he goes. I mean, he's gonna get thrown out. And he made it, and then Alonzo, the single up the middle, oh, he comes around to score from second. Really good base running. Yeah. But, yeah, two more RBIs for Alonzo last night.
2: Yeah, so the Mets win this one for nothing. You know, both the Mets and the Yankees threw shutouts last night.
1: They did. How about that? And you both, and you got good start. The Yankee game was weird for Cole. Very weird. He went 6. I don't know if you saw the inning where the first two guys get on. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the first guy gets on, and then you get the comeback, or Cole throws it wide. I cannot believe they actually overturned that with replay. Um, but they get out of the mess, they get out of the jam, and away we go. The Yankees, they're shot out 2 nothing. but neither
2: of their runs that they scored were earned runs, so that was also weird.
1: Yeah, well, you did get an RBI, though, for one RBI for of falefa Oh, they the gave him an RBI? They gave him an RBI. The second was just because of the throw. Yeah. So, but hey. They scored more runs than the Rays. Oh, Rosa Reina was the guy that came up after yes. they overturned it and hit into the double play. But whatever. I
2: kind of like, like I like the, now that you can't really take out a second baseman on a double play, they look so smooth now, these double play balls.
1: Well, because there's no one getting in their way. So it's like, it's yeah. like a dance, Jerry. No, the real dance was when you could slide in heavy and you would have to jump over. Like Ozzy said. That Smith. was an art. Ozzie Smith used to leap. That was cool. But you can still slide into the base. You just can't barrel in and you can't go wide and you can't go dish. It's just different. They barely do it though, even now. They yeah. barely are even sliding.
2: Yeah, well, it I is love what the it double is. play ball That looks like it's gonna be a hit up the middle, a thing up the middle. The shortstop cuts it off, toe touches the bag, floats it over. Do you like the six oh, three double play or the pretty. six
1: four three double play or the four six three double play?
2: I like shortstop. To 2nd four three To first. Yes. That's my favorite. Oh, okay. Or
1: the shortstop touches the bag over to first. What's that one? 6-3. 6-3. Six, three. Six, three. You know what's a cool one? Is when you got a guy on first, ball hit to the first baseman. Yeah. He turns, fires to second. Right, and the... then the second baseman comes yes. flying over. and ma- Sometimes the first baseman will retrieve. and yeah, go, get um, back. Or the we'll pitcher. Or the pitcher. A lot of times, though, it's the second baseman. That's kind of cool That's see. a good one as well. Because that's a lot of ball in the air. Yeah. But kind of cool.
2: Then third base to second Five, to first. Lane.
1: That's difficult to pull off.
2: Um, Unless you I have suppose, a big fat guy running.
1: Yeah, I and mean, these guys' arms are so good, though. I don't know if it's well, I've been uncommon. watching
2: a lot of guys throwing the ball in the dirt and expecting the first baseman to just scoop everything. Well, but see,
1: this is where you get into a conversation of why – defense doesn't come into play or, and why offensive stats are so much more important. When if you have, think about back in the day, Keith Hernandez, Will Clark, Don Mattingly, those three, they saved base runners and runs because they were so damn good defensively. Like a guy like Keith Hernandez, the idea that he is not in the Hall of Fame, and, and to me, Don Mattingly too, is criminal. Because while maybe... Hernandez's offensive numbers weren't quite Hall of Fame like. They were pretty damn good, though. What he was defensively was head and shoulders above most. And Mattingly, for five years, was arguably the best player in the game, both offensively and defensively. I'd rather a guy that was the, the best in the game for five years be in the Hall of Fame than the guy that played for 15 years and was really good. A compiler. Yeah, it's like, come on. How is Don Mattingly not in the Hall of Fame? It's a joke. And Will Clark was like that at first base. He was, you remember, he was awesome. So Some dude on the know.
2: Brewers, the second baseman.
1: Yeah. I know it used to be Paul Molitor. I don't think he's there anymore. <laughs> no, I, by the way, I forgot Christian Yelich was there. Me too. I had—I <laughs> turned it on. like, that's where he went. I totally forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. I yes. forgot about him as well. Yes. But the, the dude, the
2: second baseman on the Brewers last night, it was a ball that was uh, not easy to field, but he right. fielded it. Then just drilled it into the dirt. It happens. Got it to first base on about nine hops and threw the guy out. But that's what I mean. He's just like, "Here's some garbage for you, first baseman. Try to
1: scoop this out of the ground." So, was that Luis Arias? Let's go with that. I don't know. All right, we're we'll taking a quick know, break. Jerry. We're running late. Five eighteen. We got Boomer and Gio coming in. Two wins for the Mets and the Yankees, and a lots more to do at six on the Fan. Well, I love this song. Me too. This is actually my alarm now. This is a, a new Weezer. music from Weezer. Seems Come like a nice, positive way to start your day. Yeah, I listened to pretty. this on my way in as well. I do like the song. These guys have been around for about 90 years. <laughs> yeah, they're weird That lead singer is a
2: weird dude. Why? The Rivers Cuomo. Huh? He's just a strange fella.
1: But not, no, not singing wise, just in interviews and
2: stuff. Well, he just, he, see, yeah, he seems like I could beat him up, which is so uh, rare. It's very rare when I see somebody that I feel like I could beat up. Hmm, like see. he's like a slim fella. Like if we fought, it'd be a real lightweight fight between two stick figures. What do they
1: say? Don't throw rocks in glass houses. <laughs>
2: He doesn't look that thin. You got to see him recently. Like, I saw him on stage uh, performing yeah. this. A I little mean, bit, a little bit. When I think
1: love. of Weezer and lead singer, all I think about is Happy Days. Yes. And that video. The Buddy, Buddy Holly. Holly yeah, yeah, that was a great video. That was. Back when videos were cool. Dude. This one picture, he looks just like Chris Olivero. Jeez. Yes. How about that?
2: How about that? All right. By the way, yesterday, uh, last night, a Cardinals pitcher, Mike... My, I'm sorry. Mile Mikolas. Miles. Mikolas. I think it's Michaelis. So I missed both of those. Shocker. <laughs> Shocking. He lost the no hitter on. Yeah, uh, this is a weird one, though, because he gave up a run. He lost the no hitter on a uh, with two strikes in the bottom of the ninth. I know that. Two outs, right? Two outs, two strikes. Yeah. And it was a solid hit. It was
1: hit over oh, the head yeah. of
2: the center fielder, and it bounced over for a double.
1: Yes. Well, they win 9-1. So the game Not was sure. over. They, How did he give <laughs> up a run? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I... Listen, to no-hitter's a no-hitter. No yeah. But you want a nice, clean box score if you throw a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a fielding error, and then a ground out, and a ground out. And he came around to score on the Is second that right? ground out. Yes.
2: He did say that... Uh, it quote kind of stinks not to finish.
1: It does. I he's right. He didn't even finish the game. They pulled him out after that. Well, well, that's fine. But especially in this day and age, with well, this season, where there have not been a ton of no hitters, this is not like last year where we had six in the first, you know, two weeks of the season. Right. This has been rare. So he was close. He was close. And he didn't get there. And he's got a
2: cool mustache. Like that's the a baseball mustache, Jerry. That's like a thing now. The baseball player mustache, which is the mustache and it no beard. Work, no. It still doesn't work. But no other, you don't see anybody in the NBA, NBA with just a mustache. You don't see anybody in football with just a mustache.
1: Um, who was the guy from the Jaguars? What was his name? Didn't he have, just have a mustache? The quarterback, uh, yeah, who then went to what Philly. What's his name? Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Well, he had the uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's true, but still, mustache. Yeah, yeah that's fair. So that's cool. That's cool, like cool facial hair. But you're right. The mustache is not common anymore. Yeah, it's a baseball thing. Yeah,
2: well, and that... he has
1: one. All right, hockey does the beard. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, you. hockey
2: does the beard. Why don't you grow a mustache? Hockey does the beard and the missing teeth in the front of your face. Wow. Um, no, I'm not. I did it the other day when I shaved. I shaved everything but the mustache just to see what it looked like. So the only it's... body hair you had was a mustache <laughs> above your lip. Yes. It looked terrible. That's when you look like the nude chicken. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, remember when Gio came in here with just a mustache? Yes. A oh, terrible look. It was not great. <laughs> it pops up every once in a while on my Google photos. You know, they go, hey, two years ago. Who is this? Yeah. It's just, it looks like he's doing a character. <laughs> I have a one picture of him. He's in a Viking sweater <laughs> and just a mustache. <laughs> not a great look. And a big smile. Yeah. No, not a great look. Speaking of hockey, as we just were, Jerry. So well, you I want to see... break
1: down the Avalanche and the Lightning no, game no, no, one no. tonight?
2: <laughs> Do not want to break that down. But I did see ratings came in for Lightning Rangers. Okay. So this is the average number of viewers. For Lightning Rangers nationally. Alright, which game are you gonna give me? Uh but this was just an an average when you took all the, the rolling games average average them out. Okay. How many people watched the games on average? It's on ESPN. It's on ESPN national. It is hockey. All right, Jerry. so hold
1: on. Give me can you tell me this? What would the number be for a, an average World Series? That I can't tell you. Oh, okay. I refuse to give you any information, uh, yeah, mainly because yeah, yeah. I don't have it. All right, so let me do this. How, I'm going to just put in real quick how many people, what would I put? How many viewers? What do you want for a World Series game? Is that how I'm you're going to do I'm going to put this? how many viewers the 2021 World Series.
2: All right, that's fair. Is that idea. fair? I'll take that. And
1: that's on Fox. That's not on cable, right?
2: Yes, that's correct. That's So on they the had Fox an network. average
1: of 11 million viewers. Per game? For the Braves six, yeah, for the six-game okay. series for the Braves and the Astros on Fox.
2: So hockey's on ESPN. It is I hockey. will say
1: they average $3 million. Uh
2: $2.38 Yeah. Which, then if you break that up, but we have 50 states here in the United States. But it's not a
1: lot of people. It's but no one's people. watching it outside. This is the thing about baseball and hockey. Basketball, not as much. And football, for sure, no. If you ain't in that city, you're not watching. Right. So you got... Like, you watched. Yes. All jokes aside, over, under on how many minutes you will watch any part of the Avalanche and Lightning, I'll set the over, under at 90 seconds. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably that. Right. So that you're really
2: drawing from the two cities. That's right. Right. And at least in the New York market, we've got a very large number of people to draw from. And mm-hmm. then uh, Florida, the Florida people. Right. And, and I even don't know not how even... many people
1: in Florida are watching. I really don't.
2: Well, it, it, it seems popular in Tampa. In
1: Tampa. But, like, yeah, is anybody in Miami no, watching it? I don't, no, I don't believe so. I don't think anybody in Miami
2: watches the Panthers. No, they're partying, Jerry. They party in Miami. They yeah. dance. They go to discotheques.
1: Yeah. So, all right, I thought $3 million. Okay. Not, not a great bad. number. Not a it's great not, number. It's but- not a great – <laughs> it's not garbage, but it's not a great number. Right. And I don't know if it's on ABC as opposed to ESPN. The number's a little bigger, but I don't think it's – it's not like it's going to be 10 million people. Right. You know, and then you've – which is amazing, and this is why football's king, a – I don't want to say random – but a big 425 game week 11 in the NFL season will do 20 million people. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, for a regular season game. Now different, special, once a week as opposed to every day. And I get it, but it is. It's different.
2: Plus, it's like appointment television. You know it's on Sundays. Yes. You know it's on. You don't have to go find it. You don't have to go find it. That is true. As you've said, Jerry, the announcers make a big deal of oh, Tony Romo's doing
1: a game you're gonna tune in. Right. That's where I'll blame the two point three seven five million <laughs> on Dan Schulman. No one wanted to listen to him. Come on.
2: Damn it, Dan Shulman. You're
1: fine. Where's Doc Emmerich? We might have had another million people watching. Right. I don't believe that either.
2: By the way, speaking of that as well, and uh football coverage yesterday we were talking about how like Amazon just keeps hiring people to for their third. They Thursday hired night. another guy. <laughs> Well, like, what
1: are we? What is this going to look like now? Richard Sherman's on board. Of course he is. Shocking.
2: It's going to be like uh It's going to be a, just a whole group of people up there. Jerry
1: Fitzpatrick. It's like an assembly line. Carissa Thompson. Yeah. But you know what? Not for nothing. All of these pregame shows, whether it's CBS, NBC. Well, NBC's not so bad. They only have the. They go well. No, because actually mm. they bring Peter King in now. Peter King. And they bring in the guy from Pro Football Talk. Yeah, that's Mike boring. Florio. So they even have five or six people, and they've all become, you know, just a collection of people, and you have no time to talk. Right. That was the weirdest thing to me when Bart
2: Scott went to the NFL today. Like, Bart Scott was good in uh, with time to speak. Yes. You put him on NFL Today, and it's like, hey, uh, Bart Scott, go. You, you get 12 have- seconds. You <laughs> 12 seconds to talk. Talk to us about chemistry in the locker room. Go.
1: Yeah. It's really difficult to do because yeah. they're loaded with commercials. There's a lot of content, and there's too many people. Right. Oh, well. We see Golden Tate's playing baseball. He's I leaving football. I did see that. Yeah.
2: But uh, some
1: league I never heard of. I don't know if it's an independent. I, I imagine it's an independent professional Yeah, independent league. league. But it would be cool to be able to make a fortune playing one sport and then say, I think I'm done with this. I'd like to try this sport. Yeah. And someone give you a chance in a contract. Not that he's going to make much, but still, it's a cool way to spend your time. Right. It's like uh, having a retirement hobby. Yeah, except they retire at 28. Right. Which is always so weird. Well, especially if you're the person retiring at 28. Yeah. And you've got, you know, 60 years ahead of you with nothing to do. Right. And then you go, what does my 401k look like? I got to get back to work. Mm-hmm. Get for back them, to work, Jerry. They just hope that Amazon hires them.
2: <laughs> right. For the Thursday night show. God. By the way, something very cool happened uh, yesterday. Shaq,
1: you know him as Shaquille. Shaq is awesome.
2: Shaquille O'Neal, Jerry. He went uh, on a date with a mystery woman. It's a big mystery.
1: And if you notice, even in the photos, Mm -hmm. not of the woman, Shaq looks fit and trim. Oh, he he looks great.
2: He is looking good. So Shaq went on a date with a mystery woman. He bought dinner for the entire staff. Yeah. And then paid everyone's bill. Yep. Good without, dude. Without taking credit. He didn't tell the... He didn't have uh, the people that were dining know the bill was taken care of until he was already gone. Yeah. They said the the tab for the restaurant was up,
1: upwards of $25,000. Which he makes in the first 30 seconds is, of a TNT broadcast. That is cool. That's awesome. I would love to be able to do that. You could do that. $25,000? $25, Not $25,000, but you could go to one of your Bradley Beach restaurants, one of those... BYOBs. That's true. BYOB. You I could don't do play that. for alcohol. You know, what you could Small do you place. Could, you, here's what you could do. You could say when you're done. Yeah. You very quietly say, <laughs> I'm gonna leave five thousand dollars for everybody five that's in thousand. here right now. Not for the rest of the night, but everybody that's dining when I dined, I'm leaving now. Don't say anything. And then you know it'd be, it'd be all over right. the place. And if it didn't, you'd be so pissed.
2: Right, if no one said anything. <laughs> I would be expecting a call from News 12. Did you buy dinner for a restaurant? I did. But I, yes, please, I did. But please, I don't want any
1: publicity. What time will the camera, <laughs> what time will the camera crew be here? Shaq is awesome, though. He that is. That is cool. There's this one guy, this Mike Malloy. He plays in our Cornhole League. Yeah. He's doing a construction project that Shaq, um, I guess, invested in. And he came down to... Just, Say hello to everybody. Is that right? So he couldn't have been nicer, took photos, talked to guys. Like that's awesome. He
2: put the hard hat on. Yes. And walked around because you matter don't of want fact, anything
1: falling on your head. Yeah. So Shaq was in Jersey. I don't know where this restaurant was this a Jersey restaurant too. Um that n- I'm not sure about that one. Because he was in Jersey last week. Yeah, because I did see he stopped by his childhood home. Okay. Which is what Newark, right? Yeah. It was a, it he
2: was standing in front of the home with his arms wide open. He was bigger than the home.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. It's cool what the camera can make it look like, yes. isn't it? <laughs> All right, 537. Lots more to do. I'd say we're just getting started, but it's kind of dissolving very quickly on us. It's it's moving right along to Boomerang Geo at six here on the fan on a Wednesday. Don't go away. if uh, we were on TV, you would see Al headbanging like crazy. So much so, he almost hit his head on the desk, but he didn't yet. He's okay. Quarter to six. It is the warm-up show. Until then, Alan Jerry with you till we get to Boomer and Geo. Rock it out, Al. You see this stuff, Jerry, about uh, Bruce Smith and uh, Tony Baselli. Yeah. A little bit of I a mean, I saw, situation. I saw the headline. I did not.
2: I uh, delved into it, Jerry, because uh, I wanted to see what it was all about. I didn't want to just get caught. I'm not one of these headline readers. I mean, huh. I... I like to dig deep into a uh, article. Yeah, I guess Tony Baselli's up for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame.
1: Well, he's going in it.
2: He's going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes. And uh, one of the reasons that was cited was a particularly great game he had in 1996,
1: defending Bruce Smith. And where does that come from? Like, what do you mean that it's citing? Like, who cited this? I guess the one people, person.
2: No, the people. The people, Jerry. The people that were well when he was being uh, being put up for the Hall of Fame, they were citing his stats and all this stuff, and they were talking. They would talk about this one particular game where he held Bruce Bruce Smith in check in a playoff game. Okay, and Bruce Smith is not happy about this. He not that he doesn't uh, claim that Tony Baselli had a great game against him. He said, "You can't take." You can't say a guy's Hall of Fame worthy because he had a great game against the Hall of Fame. Well, I agree with that. I mean, that's silly. And that Tony Baselli really doesn't have the longevity to be called the Hall of Famer. And it is insulting to the Hall of Fame and Hall of Famers to cite one game. He said because you could go around and pick anybody well, that yes had a no. great
1: game against the Hall of Fame. That's true. The thing about the short career, now this goes back to what I said a half hour ago about Don Mattingly. To me, now Mattingly played longer than Baselli played, but he had, Mattingly had, I would say, a five-year run where, in my opinion, was probably the best player in baseball. In my opinion. I want that guy in the Hall of Fame. The problem with Baselli is, where'd he play? Jacksonville. How, honestly, how many Jaguar games did you watch? I watched a zero. Very few. Maybe with Brunel, maybe a playoff game here and there, you might have seen him a little bit but I didn't watch Tony Baselli play. All I know is he was a gigantic human being. He gave up very few sacks. And, yeah, he only played for five, six years or seven, whatever it was. It wasn't a long time. I don't know. I can't believe, though. I really don't believe. You want to tell me that, well, he did this, he did that, he gave up this many sacks, he had very few holding penalties, blah, 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 blah. And, oh, by the way, you know, the one time in the playoffs, Bruce Smith did nothing. That's like I think a check mark next to his name. You can't tell me that's a deciding factor though. There's he no fe- way. Bruce Smith feels it is. Uh, well and maybe I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it can be. And he feels like it's an insult, okay that
2: uh, b- that they're they're picking on somebody who's in the Hall of Fame to say
1: this guy deserves to be in because he beat you that one game. But that's a compliment though. Yes. Like, how is that not a—that's basically saying you were one of the best we've ever seen, and this guy actually held you in check. I mean, how is that not a compliment? I'm not sure. Okay. I would take it as a compliment. I would, too. I also wouldn't care who got it
2: got in it. As long as I'm in, I don't care. <laughs> well, you don't want to cheapen it, either. I think Boomer's doing a sports minute on that. Well, good for him. I took a list—a look at the—I uh, get the Boomer sports minute This emails. where Boomer gets back
1: at Bruce Smith for almost yeah. killing him. yeah. Hey, Bruce, shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bruce Smith. I mean, too bad uh, Boomer didn't also have Tony Baselli with Anthony Munoz. There you go. That would have been a combination. That could have been some combination. Oh, because that was the other thing um, Bruce Smith was citing, that guys like Anthony Munoz, they had the blind side. Mm -hmm. And because Brunel was a lefty, that Baselli wasn't protecting the blind side, which is easy, according to Bruce Smith. I don't know that it's easy, oh. but it's easier. Simple, he said.
1: It's different. It's different.
2: You think me, you, and Eddie could block Bruce Smith in his heyday? Me, you, and Eddie. Yeah, one pl- And we know where he's going. No. We know the movie's no, going. No, I don't. Wouldn't one of us just first go? First of all, with- you'd
1: break. <laughs> That's number one. I would sacrifice myself. I'd go right for his shins. I think I would be thrown 20 feet in the air. <laughs> and I think Eddie would just be, you know, stampeded against or over. Who would he go at first?
2: If he saw the three of us lined up. Eddie. He'd go at Eddie first. Because well,
1: I think he would basically kind of shoo me, you, you and off, like, me and you off like we're a couple of mosquitoes. Right. So he, I think he says, Eddie's got some size. He goes at Eddie. Him, yeah, he drives right through Eddie. Swats you
2: and just runs and right laughs over at me. you. <laughs> like he could probably get through the three of us in less than two seconds. It'd be
1: quick. What about now? He's an older man. Yes, still
2: now. Still now. Still now.
1: Unless he's dropped like eighty pounds, and I don't know
2: about that. And if, and if, his, a, and if his knees are bad or his back right. is bad,
1: yeah, if he has a really
2: bad knees, I think
1: we got a shot. Bruce Smith in his prime would maul the three of us. <laughs> it's a big man. He was a big fella. Yeah, by the other way, you and throw fast. You can throw Geo into that mix, and it wouldn't change. I was just thinking mm, that. That's hold on a second. Now Four all of guys. A you're talking about seven hundred pounds. I mean, come on. What uh, about that? What I mean, it wouldn't be as fast, but he would still get through us. Let me ask you this, Jerry. In... I mean, we know what he did to Boomer, so. We do.
2: Right. And Boomer was a big guy, and he took Boomer right off his feet. Yeah, oh, well, I know. Let me ask you this, Boomer's Jerry. not moving. In his prime. Yeah. Bruce Smith versus, as a lineman, seven foot four. <laughs>
1: 525 pounds of Andre the Giant.
2: Now Andre the Giant the problem had no is the football skill. skills. Right.
1: So Bruce Smith would spin right around them, and he'd be standing there like a tree. Oh, I see. what But if you're Andre saying. got his hands on him, it's oh, over. Those oh, those big. But is he, hold on, is he allowed to grab him and hold him and no, pull no. him down, or are you football, playing real NFL rules? Football rules. Then no, he would spin right around him or throw him. 100%. He had a tryout with the Niners, right? Andre the Giant. I believe he did.
2: I'm not aware so maybe of he that. Does, but maybe. maybe, maybe he did have skill. Mad skills, Jerry. What if because he had, as
1: big as Bruce Smith was, he wasn't seven foot four, five hundred pounds. Nor was he from Bruce, Grenoble, let's France. See, how big? He's American. Bruce Smith. What do you think? Bruce? I'm going to Bruce say Smith? Bruce Smith was 6'5, ah. 305. Oh, then Andre the Giant do you would think?
2: dominate him on the offensive Not line. Not even close. 6'5, 265. 260. Andre the Giant was 7'4. That's how many more inches? But think about how inches? much
1: faster Bruce Smith would be. Oh, but if Andre
2: got the big boot up there, you ever see that move Andre yes. would do? He'd throw a dude off the ropes, Jerry, and just put the size 22 right in his face. Bruce Smith has no chance. Right in his face. I wish Bruce Smith had a radio show. I'd call in. i go, Maybe he does. Everyone has you- one these days. <laughs> I'm sure he has a podcast. Bruce, you think you're so cool. How do you think you would do against Andre the Giant on the line? Not great.
1: What is Bruce Smith doing today, aside from <laughs> arguing and yelling about Tony Bissell- Bisselli? Let's see. Bruce Smith.
2: It eh, doesn't say. Right now he's on a tear just to get Tony Baselli <laughs> out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs>
1: you might and that's right. a full time job now. It could be. I mean, what else is he doing? That's a full time job.
2: Uh oh, Steve Cohen oh! made oh, oh, Steve Cohen made headlines yesterday, Jerry. He said he's not ruling out anything for the MLB trade deadline. This dude's
1: going all in for a World Series this year. Yeah, he, know he is. My thoughts is I forgot that Bruce Smith was on the Redskins. Me too. Now that you say it, I remember uh, Yeah, it. so do I, but uh, you totally forget about that. Uh, my thoughts is it's exactly what I expect them to do. So I actually
2: think the Mets are going to sign, I don't know who, but a big name at the trade deadline.
1: They very well will, might. We, I, wouldn't go I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked either, but it's go time. You've got DeGrom and Scherzer back with the team. You've got, I wrote this down for, this week. A couple of things going on with this team. Today is, what, Wednesday? Today right? Wednesday. You Today's wrote some Wednesday. things down? I did, it's just in regards to this. So you've got uh, – Eddie's talking to you, in case you can't hear him, from that volume 90 that you're on. <laughs> uh, DeGrom, a 30-pitch bullpen session this week, and okay. Scherzer will throw in the outfield this week. Perfect. And a simulated game Thursday. So you're getting Still there. They're coming back. You're getting there. And then all of a sudden, you add another – let's say they add another big bat to go along there with Alonzo. Oof. That's who we need not to get hurt. Pete Alonzo. 59 100%. RBIs
2: already, and we're only uh, a June uh, up. Well, June 15th, but he had his 59th RBI yesterday, June
1: 14th. Right. Let's. I. Um, yeah. I'm gonna check to see who you think might be. So you got to look at the bad teams. Yes. To see who might think. It'll available. be available? I don't know. I'd
2: have to look at that, and I we don't have some, time to do that now. What we need, Jerry, is a list of home run leaders. And crappy teams, and crappy teams, and yes. then make a make a, a flow chart. You know we what I mean? Jerry? Do that. Put a chart. One one section of the uh, Excel sheet says crappy teams, right? And then one section of the Excel sheet says home run leaders. So you're looking
1: at teams like the, just as an example, the Orioles, Tigers, Royals. Yeah. The A's, Nationals. Oh, Bryce Harper. Go good. Oh, he's on. the well, same name. position. Uh, Reds. Yeah. Cubs are terrible. What about Joey Votto? Is he hitting home runs? Plays first base. <laughs> I. It's funny you say that because you hear what I just said. I started to say the same position. Right. That's the problem with Joey Votto. The Rockies and the Diamondbacks, those are bad teams right now. So we'll make a float. We got to go. We'll make a float make chart, a float though, chart. maybe for tomorrow. Okay. Right now, we're going to take a break, come back. Geo next. Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on the Atlanta Braves. And I'm pretty sure she's not going to talk about a 13-game losing streak. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. Right, I got the guy for you, Al. Who we got? Jazz Chisholm. Oh, that'd be great to get him here. Because everyone else I'm coming up with is a first baseman. You yeah. can't do that. You got Alonzo there. So this is going to so, be the big signing for the Mets at the trade deadline. Go get... Where does he play? (laughs) He's an infielder. Who
0: is this? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1 New York. An Odyssey station.